Welcome to Return to Radiance, the podcast with one core purpose, to remind you of your innate power and essence. I'm your host, Danielle Venables, an Akashic guide and soul coach here to activate, heal, and empower the new wave of soulful CEOs to become radically aligned and unapologetic. In these episodes, we will be diving into all things mystic, soul level transformation, the new paradigm of leadership, business energetics, awakening, healing, and more, as well as holding potent conversations around connecting deeply to your personal power and owning your truth. If you are here for it all, be sure to hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. While I'm confident the discussions in this podcast have the power to change your life, these episodes are for information only and are in no way a substitute for individual medical, legal, or mental health advice. Hello and welcome to another episode. Today I wanted to talk about truth, personal truth, your truth, my truth, all the truth. Um, Because I really, really, really believe and have seen in action over and over and over again how much living in our truth can set us free. And so I'm going to kind of weave in a little bit of everything here, but there's one story in particular that I want to share today that I will get to. Um, but I feel like no matter what level you're at in your business, in your leadership, um, whether you're just beginning or you've been at this a while, there's always new like growth edges to push when it comes to owning your truth. And with that, there's owning your truth and there's also honoring and respecting other people's truths. And I think that's an important balance that a lot of us, as we start to step into our power, as we start to enforce boundaries, things like that, we kind of lose sight of like kind of both sides, if that makes sense. Um, So in the beginning of business of showing up online of being in like your soul aligned uh soul mission based business um there's a lot that needs to emerge in terms of showing up as all of you showing up in your authenticity showing up with your own beliefs um i've talked about this in great lengths in the past um, for those of you who are new to my world, but want to explore that in more depth. Um, I have the sacred self-expression masterclass that I ran back in, I think May, um, the replay is available for purchase. If you would like to go check that out, if you're kind of in that space where you're just like, Oh my God, I'm going to get canceled. Or, um, it's not safe to speak my truth because, people disagree or I feel like I'm censoring myself or I feel like I'm being censored by like social media, things like that. Um, we cover all of that in great detail in the sacred self-expression masterclass, which I will link in the show notes for you. Um, but even, even deeper than that, as you walk along your soul path, as you walk along your, you know, evolving in your leadership your business is growing, there are always going to be difficult conversations that are going to come up. And I feel like that's kind of the next step up. Like 
obviously there's layers to everything and we're all still learning how to be even more of ourselves, be even more in our truths, uncovering new truths about ourselves. Like that's an ever evolving process. Um, but the focus of today's episode is really around difficult conversations, advocating for yourself, boundaries, boundaries with clients, boundaries with coaches, um, and just like really stepping into the next level of truth. Because at the end of the day in your business, if you are constantly compromising your truth and out of integrity with your truth, um, you're not going to attract the things that you desire, the caliber of clients that you desire, the relationships with your coaches that you desire, the opportunities. Um, you're you're going to be energetically kind of guarded from that if you are constantly playing the doormat, um, for lack of a better term, right? Like it's so easy to fall into people pleasing and to worry about upsetting somebody else and oh, it's not that bad. So I'll just stay quiet and whatever. And, um, that's really what today is, is centered around. Um, and so I want to like preface this by saying, I kind of alluded to it in the very beginning. Um, but when we do have these conversations that are more difficult, that maybe in our bodies feel a little bit scary or even confrontational at times because you're not sure how the other person is going to receive it. Um, the importance of really being rooted in your truth and also rooted in love. You know, like if you approach a conversation from a place of you did something wrong and I'm going to call you on your shit, that's a very different energy than this isn't working for me and here's why. And so it's really important to come from a place of this is my truth that I'm sharing with you because I trust you to receive it. Um, and I don't mean any offense to you, but I need to get this off my chest. Um, and yeah, a lot of us shy away from those kinds of conversations because historically maybe they have been confrontational or they have gone wrong or they've been taken the wrong way or, you know, it's gotten messy, but there's so much healing that gets to happen when you start to have these types of conversations, because being a people pleaser is going to limit how much money you can hold, how many clients you can hold, how many new people you're willing to call into your world. So knowing and trusting that you have your own back trusting yourself to have the conversations instead of continuing to let those energy drains unfold. Um, all of those kinds of things are super critical as you grow your business and as you grow as a person and you grow your movement and, you know, maybe you take on a team member and you need to have a hard conversation with a team member. Um, and by hard conversation, like that can literally be as, as simple as, I wasn't stoked about the way that you did that last time. Could you maybe do it this way next time instead? <laughs> you know, but for some of us, that makes our skin absolutely crawl because we don't want to tell anybody else that there's something wrong with what they did. Um, and it really stems from our own wounding about being told that we're not good enough or being told that, you know, we suck because we didn't do something to someone else's expectations or whatever. Right. But, um, at the end of the day, these are 
the edges that we need to lean into to really grow our impact and to really grow as as leaders and business people. Um, and so there's one instance that was like kind of recent that I wanted to share with you just purely from a place of encouragement, from a place of it's all good, um, in hopes that like maybe this will help you kind of navigate these conversations or at least like reassure you that even if you're uncomfortable, like it's safe to push that edge. Um, I also, this is something that's written into all of like my contracts and PDFs that I send out to my clients and things like that, because I want to be that safe person to have those conversations with, even when it's uncomfortable or hard or, you know, I'm not meeting their expectations or something like I would rather know and make it better. Um, so I think by having this conversation, like it opens up that dialogue on all fronts, whether you're having that conversation with me or somebody else, or maybe your client is having that conversation with you, or you need to have it with your client. Like there's so many different ways that it can go. And I've had to have conversations with certain clients just about like, no, this doesn't work for me. This is what's written into our contract. Like, can we wrap this up before the end date as opposed to stretching it out after? Or, you know, there's just like different things where like people will kind of ask to overstep a boundary and it's not from a malicious place, but still being able to say no, even if you know they don't mean any malice by it, right? Like at the end of the day, if it doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for you. And you have to stay in integrity with your truth in order to continue to grow. Um, and so this applies like to so many different interactions. Like this is literally just like relationships, one-on-one type of stuff. Um, anytime that there's other people involved, there's always going to be difficult conversations or no's or whatever, because if we don't say no, or if we don't enforce a boundary, or if we don't speak our truth when something isn't working, then that's breeding grounds for resentment resentment towards your clients, resentment towards the coaches that you are paying thousands of dollars to, um, resentment towards your business as a whole. And nobody wants that energetic bullshit woven into the frequency of their business, right? Like, let's be real. So owning your truth and being liberated by your truth is, it's so critical to just everything, (laughs) all the things. So there were two conversations within the last probably four to six months um, that come to mind when talking about this. And one of them was actually renegotiating my pay for a job that I was doing for somebody. And when I had agreed to the original price point, I was very new to the facilitation world, very new to like holding space for groups and things like that. And it was kind of a growth opportunity. It almost felt like an internship or something. And so I agreed to a certain price point and we kept like renewing the contract at the same price point. And then it got to a point where I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Like I have come so far as a leader and a facilitator and a healer and an Akashic records guide. Like what am I doing settling for the same pay that I was receiving a year ago when I said yes to this. 
And so I, I opened the dialogue of like, Hey, like, can we have a conversation and like renegotiate my pay? I feel like I've grown a lot, blah, blah, blah. I, you guys, I swear to God, I was like breaking out in hives. (laughs) I did not want to have that conversation. I, my tummy was like in knots and I just like was so scared of being like turned down or rejected or I don't even know what I was afraid of, but it was an intense feeling and it was like a lump in my throat. Um, and she kind of came back to me and was like, yeah, of course I was actually thinking we should do that this round too. Like you're worth your weight in gold, blah, blah, blah. Like nobody else can hold space the way that you do. And I want to keep you. So like, of course let's renegotiate this and whatever that conversation as, as nervous as I was and as uncomfortable as it was approaching it. And I swear I like rambled and my, you know, palms were sweaty and whatever the heck else, but that conversation shifted me from $300 a month on contract to $800 a month on contract without too much negotiation. Like it was just, it was what it was. And it was a reflection of me being willing to have that conversation because if I had not approached it, who knows? Like it could have stayed as what it was forever and ever. Um, And so that's like one piece of evidence that like having those conversations doesn't always go south and they are necessary. Like if you're, I could have, and actually towards the end of, of the last round, I almost was starting to not resent it, but not apply myself as much maybe, or like wonder why I spent so much time and energy, like in that agreement like supporting people, like way over giving for what I felt I was being compensated. And so it was beginning to be a potential energy leak of, well, if you don't feel like it's reciprocal, like at the end of the day, it's not sustainable. Like overgiving and overgiving and overgiving is not sustainable. So to feel like I was able to be supported while giving that level of support it changed the entire dynamic of the way that I felt going into that job. Because when you feel supported, you show up in a way that is just energetically different. Even though my actions were all the same, um, the energy behind it is just a different frequency. And that comes from trusting myself enough to initiate that conversation enough to open that dialogue and be like hey like this isn't working for me anymore i know we agreed to it a while back but like can we renegotiate so that's kind of the first one the second one um i was part of a mastermind that i signed on to for 12 months and it kind of was like a revolving door type of mastermind where People could kind of come and go. They could come and go for like three months at a time kind of thing. So some people were leaving, some people were coming in and towards the end of the 12 months, like my, I don't know, my experience in the mastermind just shifted. I was just feeling very like overwhelmed and drained in it. And it was not because of the coach. It was just some of the people that had stepped in, like were no longer it just wasn't like in alignment with me anymore. So I found like, you know, I had like the Voxer chat muted and I didn't even really feel motivated to like show up on the calls or like show up in the mastermind at all. And I was like, this is messed up. 
(laughs) And for a while, I was just kind of in survival mode of like, well, I committed to this. I, you know, I signed the contract. I agreed to, you know, make the payments and blah, blah, blah. And so like my plan was just to like see it through and go till the end and then leave. And that was that was that like at the end of the 12 months. Right. But it just kind of got like worse and worse for me. And I was just like, so not engaged. And it was like, to the point where every time a payment came out, I almost felt like sick to my stomach because I was paying so much for something that I was not using at all. So after a few months of that, I opened up that dialogue with the coach who was running it. And I was like, hey, so this has no reflection on you whatsoever because you know that I love you. You know that I care about you. And I know how much like you've helped me over the last couple of years. But I really need to talk to you about this mastermind. Like it's not feeling good. It's making me almost like, I don't know, like it's it's just draining me. Like it's so depleting and it's just not in alignment. And I was just wondering if there's like anything that we can do to like shift the agreement or, you know, just like cut it off and I can exit like you know, I I'm open to, to discussing this, but as it stands right now, like it's just really not working for me and I feel terrible, but I just, I can't do it anymore. And same thing. She responded and she was like, well, of course you can be honest with me about that. Like I kind of felt you like withdrawing and I had a feeling that there was like something going on, you know, life with intuitive coaches. Um, and she's like, gave me a couple of options of like what we could do to shift the agreement to allow me the space to leave the mastermind, but still receive kind of the support that I paid for or desired. And she gave me so much like flexibility and openness to, um, you know, kind of pick which agreement would feel best for me. and. That one was like such a hard conversation to open and it was resolved within like 20 minutes. Like it was like, we started chatting, she gave me the options and it was done and it was so easy and it was so painless and it felt so like light and expansive. And like, I almost like cried at the end because I was just like so relieved that I didn't have to see my commitment through. And so it really was like the the solution that we came up with really was like, kind of the best case scenario and it all worked out. And I feel like I'm kind of rambling at this point, but the moral of the story is really that like, have the hard conversation. Like, honestly, what do you have to lose? The level of trust that you can create with people, like with other people relationally, um, when you do have those hard conversations, the, just the level of connection, as well as getting your needs met in a way that's like, healthy and secure as opposed to, you know, in before I was kind of in avoidance. I was just like kind of unplugging and disconnecting and just minding my own business and like waiting my time until it was done kind of thing where that moved from like an avoidant thing to a secure attachment kind of thing. And so like, there's literally nothing to lose by speaking your truth in the right context and with appropriate delivery, right? Like I did not come at her and say, your mastermind sucks. I can't stand this. Um, I want out, give me my money back. Like it, (laughs) it was very much like, Hey, like this really isn't working for me. Here's how I'm feeling about it. 
And I know this isn't a reflection on you because I know how amazing you are, but can we work something out? So learning the delivery, learning how to speak your truth and not be like filtered in your truth while also not setting out to hurt or offend other people, right? Like being conscious of the impact that words have when you are delivering your truth. Like it it really, yeah, it's so liberating when you can have a conversation like that and have it be received like that and get your needs met and have yourself be resourced in a way that feels good and supportive and I realize that in the coaching industry, there are contracts and there are certain things that we are bound to and things like that. But when we can approach it with our hearts and our truths and, you know, what is or isn't working and like approach it as like, okay, you and I can work together and find a solution as opposed to you did this and it's a ripoff and blah, blah, blah. And I want out and, you know, like me, 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 it really shifts the dynamic and with even with a contract in place people are more willing to work with you people are more willing to bend and find a solution that actually feels good for both people instead of coming in like sort of throwing fists and almost burning bridges in the process and so that definitely changes the frequency of a conversation as well so staying open leading with your heart and just having the conversations when they need to be had. And I'll, I'll be the first person to admit that I put that conversation off for probably longer than I should have. But at the same time, it all worked out and it wasn't poorly received. And it just was a reminder for me too. And I know that I'm not the only one in this season having like boundary things come up, having speaking your truth things come up, having hard conversations needing to be had or having being had, having being had. (laughs) Oh God. (laughs) But I know that that's like a theme in the collective right now. And so hopefully this serves as like a reminder that you can have the hard conversations and you can get your needs met while also accommodating other people and that it doesn't have to be like a me versus them. It can be a let's work together as a team and find something that works for both of us. So that's all I've got for you today. If you need to have a hard conversation with anybody, go ahead and have the hard conversation. If you require or desire more support, as you navigate this business life, soul path, evolution, leadership journey, uh, please send me a message. I do have some spots open for one-on-one Voxer coaching, as well as a journey through the Akashic records. Um, So send me a message if that interests you. All the links you need are down in the description, as well as the uh, sacred self-expression masterclass that I mentioned at the beginning of the episode. I will talk to y'all soon. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed this podcast, it would mean the world if you'd take a moment to download a couple episodes and rate the show to help it reach more like-minded leaders. If you loved today's discussion and decide to share it, be sure to tag me on Instagram at Radiant Soul Coach to help expand the ripple effect of this podcast.